It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Radio Network. What a queen! I need professional help. Sports Betting Weekly. Sports Betting Weekly, sponsored by EasySportsData.com. The books use data, shouldn't you too? And this is Easy Sports Data, like the preschoolers use. EasySportsData.com. I win here and I win there. Now what? Sports Betting Weekly. What a queen! Here we go. Money talk. You should also check out sportsbettinglessons.com. You'll learn some old tricks because sometimes how you bet is more important than who you bet. Sportsbettinglessons.com. Let's just do it. Let's meet this thing head on. You were you were in it to win it. Talk about an education. Sports betting weekly. Wow, winning. Sports betting weekly. Sit back and enjoy the show. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Welcome to sports. Betting Weekly, as most weeks, we are sponsored by ChampionshipFootballs.com. ChampionshipFootballs.com, the coolest present they'll open that day, guaranteed, especially with some of the bonanza we brought back from Houston and the TriStar Collectible Show. We've got autographs for LSU. We've got autographs for Alabama. We've got some autographs for the Dallas Cowboys. And I mentioned to you, Blackhawk West from 151 Sports Investing. We have a five-time Super Bowl champion, Dallas Cowboy football, souvenir football, signed by someone from all five teams. How would that be if you were a Cowboy fan on Christmas morning? Well, I'm not a Cowboy fan, and uh, but I will tell you, I am a Chiefs fan. And a couple years ago, about a year and a half ago, you sent me a championship football uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl. And it was the coolest present I opened that day. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Now, what we are doing, as always, is coming to you live. So if it is 4.58 in Los Angeles or 7.58 in New York, you're in the right place because we're going to start live betting and we're going to just get to it. So the first thing we're going to talk about with Blackhawk West, of course, is the hockey game. Should we hop anything right before? Should we hop on anything right before the game starts? Yeah, I, I, you know, the one, the one that's been very profitable for me is a team over 0.5 in the first period. These games have been low scoring, and um, and and the first periods have been low scoring. So these 0.5 overs for an individual team are usually minus 110. That's very little juice to to give up. So um, unlike you know yesterday's game, uh, you know, yesterday I thought very much that the Islanders were going to keep it alive and force a game seven. And the Islanders are just really good in, in uh, game six situations the last couple of years. And, and this is a great experienced cup winning coach. But uh, looking at this game tonight, Montreal against Vegas, uh, I don't think we're going to see a game six I, I, or a game seven. I think I think Montreal is going to close it out at home tonight. And uh, in order to do that, I, they're going to they're going to have to score early. And I think that they will. I think it'll be tone setting. So I'm on. I'm on Montreal over 0.5 goal for the first period. That's minus 110. And then the the actual money line for the game is plus 135 or 125, depending on where you go, if you take Montreal. And uh, typically in this series, when Montreal wins, they're not coming from behind to do it. They're they're owning they're owning the time of possession and they're getting breakaways through strong defense. And so Montreal takes an early lead. You know, Vegas may come back, but I, I don't see Vegas taking a lead and Montreal coming back. That that won't work. So uh, I'm I'm taking the money line now while there's value on it uh, for Montreal. So let me ask you a question. If you're at home, Montreal, why are you favored? Why are you the ones getting a goal and a half? And I'm saying that only because, uh, you know, what I've been preaching it for seven years, I, I can follow any sport and I can bet on anything. But I really don't know the nuances of hockey like I do football. Yeah, so Montreal's at home, and they're actually a dog. And I think that the betting public is looking for Vegas to, to force a Game 7. Uh, Vegas has got a deep roster. And, and at this point, they've been in this spotlight a couple years in a row now. But, but uh, there's, a, there's a big advantage at home with these line changes. If you watched this game last night, uh, very experienced coach, he was just toying with, uh, Tampa and the way that he had the, his line set up for the faceoff, particularly in the second period. In the second period, your bench is a little bit further away, so those attacking zone home team faceoffs, they can put the matchup they want, and it takes the visiting team longer 
to switch out of an unfavorable matchup. Their guy has to skate a little bit further to get to the bench. Um, to, you know, Montreal has an advantage tonight in, in that regard, especially in the second period. Well, yeah, you had explained that whole last uh, home team, last shift line change kind of thing. And I really never got until I started paying attention and, and the game was delayed because that's my advantage, one coach was saying, and I'm not using it till you make your move, you know? It was like a chess yeah, game right on the ice. That And that's exactly what happens. Now, some of the coaches, uh, you know, we saw some of it with Edmonton and Toronto where they put one of their best players, uh, like a number one line player, put them on the fourth line just to, just to try and throw some type of roadblock into that uh, chess match that happens with the line changes. But, but uh, you know, it, it, home ice is very valuable, probably more so in the NHL, far beyond the crowd noise than in any other sport. Yeah, there's really no other sport where – you have, uh, you know, you could bat last in baseball, but it's a little different. Everybody knows you're going to bat last, and they know who's going to bat. All you could do is do a pinch hitter. You know? Yeah. All right, so yeah. now we're looking at uh, – we're going to hop over to the Major League Baseball scoreboard because as of right now, um, I, am, I am on the Red Sox-Rays game. You had mentioned it as well to me. Yes, I did. And my play right now, uh, it's minus 140 or minus 145, depending on where you get it. But this is a short play. It, it'll either cash or not here in the next 15 minutes. Uh, but I, I jumped on the Red Sox early. I, I, I'm taking 0.5 in the, in the five-inning line. Uh, I, I like the way that the game is going right now. And if it ends at the end of the fifth inning in a tie, the Red, Red Sox are getting paid. Um, but I actually think the Red Sox are going to put up. I like what's happening at this particular point in the in the batting order, what's coming up in the next two innings. So I, I actually like the, the Red Sox uh, to plus five, even though it's a minus 140. Minus 140 only. The juice only matters if you don't cash. No, very much so. Very much so. Or if you don't have that much money in your pocket, <laughs> which is a relative. That's a relative thing. But what we got here, we've got uh, two pitchers, right, that haven't given up a hit. The Pavetta for the Red Sox has struck out four. And uh, for the Rays, they've got uh, Waka on the mound. But here's what I'm looking at. He's, he's struck out six, but he's walked two. He's got a 486 ERA. The guy for the Red Sox is, is 419. That's eight runs that these guys give up. These runs are going to come. I'm just going to keep batting them. Now, don't get me wrong. As you know, Wes, we sometimes have that live action come back and bite us right in the tush when – you know, you go, you hop on four and a half, five and a half, six and a half, and seven and a half, and the final score is two to one. But we're not going to, we're not looking at it that way. So I've got over four and a half that I'm going to play, and this is now live action, Boston, Tampa Bay. I am going to play that, and I am going to, uh, I am going to risk a unit. Then I'm going to come back and I'm going to use what I like to call the 151 sports investing. I'm going to take what on a plus. I'm hopping up to plus six and a half, and I'm looking to get plus six and a half. I'm going to risk a little bit less because I'm getting plus money. And I, I took five and a half earlier, so I'm in pretty good shape. All I need is a, a, is a nice little rally, preferably by Boston in the top of the innings, Tampa Bay comes back and ties it. Your half a run works for you. I need runs, and I'm a happy man. But in the other games that I'm coming off of the easy sports data, now we talked about it in the past. You, you know what? I'm not a big guy uh, blowing my own horn, but when I go 12-2, and two, I say I'm 12-2. and two. And when I'm 2-12, and 12, I say I'm 2-12, and 12 too. It just don't happen as much. The bottom line is, as you guys know, though it was a battle last week because I had, you know, I came back from that trip and I had some – responsibilities you know you run an amusement park you know how many how many people work under you in your department uh when we're fully staffed between uh six and eight hundred yeah think about that what we're dealing with is it's a busy time of year for you getting live action and getting plays and well i had i had a real bad day that first monday i was trying to multitask with time sensitivity and the sports betting and i had a couple i had one situation where they didn't give me my money why didn't they pay me? Because I had bet the wrong game? Oh, that kid, I'm starting to do with it. I bet Tuesday's game instead of Monday's game. Uh, things like that. And, of course, you know what happens when you do that. Monday's game wins, but you find out after the fact that you didn't have it. 
because you're you know you're dealing with the things that are really important. And then uh, the Tuesday ones lose, of course. I mean, I just and really and hedging at that point, I, I you know I let I let it up to the big one because as you know, sometimes we screw up and we win. It happens. Sometimes it happens. You never know. I've I, I've known stories of guys that have screwed up and win. I just think Wes, whenever I screw up, I tend to lose. That's just kind of how it works for me. I don't know. So, all right. So that's where we're at. But the rest of the the games, yeah, I had I had uh, I mentioned I had the over in the Yankee game with your Kansas City team. I got Toronto. They already scored. I got uh, Houston. They already scored. Washington already scored. So the next thing I'm sitting on is the Minnesota game. I think it probably just started. So that's what I'm going to pay attention to. You. We're going to pay attention to the Minnesota game, which starts uh, pretty much any minute now, and we'll take it from there. So we got some live action. We're going to sit around and kind of figure out what we're doing for the rest of the show because one of us will probably be married. One of the three of us on the show will probably be married another 12 years because, Wes, did he not make the right decision today or what? Uh, he, he sure did. Um, I have not been married 12 years. I've been married a year, I, although I think COVID newlyweds, you know, quarantine and everything else, it's, that's a little bit, that's like dog years or something. I agree. You know? but, I have well, seven, but, equal uh, to seven easy. Yeah, but, uh, but you know, John certainly made the right choice, and congratulations to him on, on the 12-year anniversary, and uh, it, it, he will probably live to have another 12, yeah, making we, the right there choice. There are people that, just so you know, that... <laughs> I've been married twice in 12 years. <laughs> they had time for one marriage to ruin another one to start up. So, yeah, congratulations, uh, John. He had some lovely pictures of him and his wife on his Facebook page this morning. So let's talk about a question I have. Every week I try to ask these two a question. John's not here, so Wes, you can talk as long as you want. But let's think about during your previous last three, four weeks, your best Live action, top two best live action hits that you can remember, and and you know what, if you can't remember, they weren't special because the special ones, as you know, <laughs> you re, you not only remember it, you can not you can struggle to remember you, your access code to get your car out of the garage, but you don't remember the odds on this one, you know. <laughs> well, I you know. There's a couple of them, and you know we text back and forth, and, and you know with the cash tickets and what we're what we're doing. So you guys know when I'm winning and what I'm calling, and, and vice versa. You know, so th there's really no surprises about our action with this group. A couple weeks ago, there was one, and I, I remember just the sheer number. Um, you know, I, I don't I don't YOLO. I don't go all in. I, I mean, I preach a strategy and a bankroll management, but it was just too juicy. And I think I even said to you guys. I don't always go all in, but when I do, I make sure it cashes. But but I, I'll tell you, last night, I mean, last night, I call it short-term memory, call it whatever you want, but last night going 7-1 and one in that Islanders game, I said it before the game. I said, I like the Islanders' money line, and when they go down, I'm taking them again. And if they go down after that, I'm taking them again. And we did that. And then we jumped on the Islanders over one and a half. And then we jumped on the Islanders, you know, to start the game, it was plus 135. Then we got them at plus 245. Then when they were down by two, we turned around and got on the Islanders again at, you know, plus 480. And then what happens? The Islanders won the game and they won the game outright. And, uh, you know, so that was seven caches. No, the only that was, that the, here's the thing. When you're watching hockey. And you got a ticket that says plus two and a half. And I had multiple tickets that said plus two and a half. And multiple tickets that said plus um, uh, two, uh, one and a half. Plus one and a half. And they're down two nothing. Oh, you're a little nervous. They're down two one. It's not as much. When they tie it up, that two and a half looks like gold, doesn't it? It, it really does. And, you know, to make things even sweeter, and, you know, we the guys that I have uh, on the team with the Chicago options trader group, you know, you hit them up and well, what's the crypto move? Well, we threw it into the right crypto that bumped up 8% and then you get it into the market the very next day. So it's like the money constantly works for you. So from, from last night to today, what that seven and one Islanders win has turned into, um, you know, and what it will be even in a few months, you know, we talked about it, we cashed out, 75% of the winnings, 25% went back into a very smart market play, and the money just keeps working. And so I, that's a short-term short memory, but, I mean, that was just a great one. And we called it before the game. We said, if they go down, we're jumping on them again. And they did, and we did, and we stuck to it, and, and cash, cash, cash. Really, and, and that's what it's all about, no doubt about it. 
Okay, so uh, we're going to pay attention to the Minnesota game that's kicking off. we got a hockey game that's kicking off. Well, what we're going to do is I'm a little off. Now, I will, I will uh, remind everyone that we're going to be cashing tickets, and we're going we're gonna to cash tickets. That's what we do. And, and, and it's not like, you know, I don't know. It's not like shocking, but for me, after a while, you know, when you, we've done it every single week for so long now, I, you know, I think we got skunked once. I really want to say maybe three, four months ago. We had a weekend where we, I don't think we, uh, a Thursday night where I don't think we cashed a ticket, but up to then we have it. But we start early now because we got the loudmouths following us. So you not only get to catch tickets if you hang around, you get to listen there on the loudmouths. And, and I was on the show, and let me tell you, even I, t- I mentioned before, my son was in the other, because we're in, we were in the hotel at this point in Houston at the show, and, and he's, uh, He's just shaking his head. The stuff that comes out of their mouths, I thought I could come up with some crazy-ass stuff, but they make me look like I'm, I'm semi-sane. So, uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to go to break, and when we come back from break, we're going to check out our live plays, and we're going to start looking at what I can do this weekend to have more money in my account than when I started. So if it's 8-12 on the East Coast in New York City, you are in a perfect spot to make some money, cash some tickets, because you are on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. It, it is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Sports Betting Weekly. You keep lying when you ought to be true then. And you keep losing when you ought to not bet. Sit back and enjoy the show. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Welcome back to Sports Betting Weekly. You may be Listen to us on the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. You might be watching it at sportsbettingweeklylive.com. However, if it's 816 in New York, you're live on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, and you're going to find out why we call that app worth its weight in Bitcoin because we're going to be cashing tickets. So let's do a quick rundown of what where we're at. Now, we've got the Red Sox-Tampa game. They're in the bottom of the fourth. It's still scoreless, and so if it's scoreless at the – Top of the six, Wes, you're cashing that ticket. I need runs. Sure am. I need runs. All right. So then uh, everything else I got, I guess I'm winning seven nothing in Toronto. I'm winning four nothing in Houston. I'm winning five nothing in Washington. And we're waiting for that Cleveland Minnesota game to get started. And then after that, I, I think I've got one more play. It is. It's under in the Dodgers game. I just watched the Dodgers not score runs against the Padres. I know the Cubs aren't scoring runs. I'm hoping together they don't score runs. And then we're going to be hopping on hockey. Now, hockey has officially started. All right, so now I can go there because there are certain books, and then we talk about it all the time. The book you use is relevant to what you like to do. I like to do open parlays. I like to do a lot of small wagers. And therefore, I need a book that fits that. I can't have minimums. I can't have rules of how I do open parlays. The bottom line is I want to bet this thing and I'll worry about whatever's in there afterwards because, again, if you lose the first game, Wes, it doesn't matter whether it's an open parlay or an eight-teamer. It's done. That's true. And, and what you're saying is there's a lot of truth to it. You get used to the book that you have, and it's your book for a reason. You like it or you don't. And, um, God, we, we, we do a lot of live plays, and you amount of texts you and I have exchanged about having fast fingers. Well, it's easier to have fast fingers when you've got the remote memorized. I've switched cable companies before, and the worst thing about it is I can't change the channels in the dark. So I, I feel like my, my sports book app is kind of like that. I know exactly where to go and when it's going to switch, and – and, and that saves me money. It, it provides me with the best opportunity. I can't imagine switching books. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. So what we've got here is my book doesn't offer team totals for the first period. But, again, it's not something that I'm going to change books over because what I do is I wait around for a live action to come in and then it hops in. But there's always that little delay where they, they're not stupid. They're watching the game too. They don't. You just can't set lines just to set lines. That's how you get beat. They put a lot of effort into those lines, and that's why you know when we have some of those lines that make us shake our heads, and then the day after the game, it's clear as a bell that the book knew exactly what they were doing. 
The problem is uh, we don't have that clock. That's why that sports almanac from Back to the Future is so very valuable. Is it not, Wes? Oh, I would love to have that gray sports oh, how almanac. How much fun would that be? Okay, so let's talk about a couple things. First of all, we got another week. So it's the 24th. we got another week of June. Then we've got a whole month of July before there's even a smell of football. How are you going to handle it? What are you going to do? Well, I, I'm getting ready. You know, to me, it's, it's CFL season right now. And Thursday and Friday nights are usually – a big, those are big CFL matchups. And, uh, you know, I live in the Midwest. So the games that are happening often in Calgary and, and Vancouver, those are even later games. So it's very weird for me right now because I'm used to watching three down football. Uh, but the CFL in some ways has given us a little bit of a, a gift. It's unfortunate that it happened through, you know, COVID related times, but, but we're going to get the CFL at the beginning of August. That's going to bridge us to the NFL. Normally that first week in August is we get the Hall of Fame game. We all kind of get excited. Yay, football's back. And then you kind of ignore the preseason. But uh, So we're going to get the CFL in August. We're going to hop over to the hockey game. And that is exactly what we're looking at. So right away, there's a power play. The Golden Knights have a power play. So that's going to be something that they're going to probably take the game off the board. Power play now for Vegas. And they're probably as of uh, right for now, Montreal. Uh, it said it said Vegas was on the power play. Uh, it's, there's a mistake somewhere because I'm I, I got it on the screen. Yeah. Montreal's on the power play. Yeah, I, I remember they they did. Remember there was one night they did a, they did a mistake that was wrong. I forget what it was. Whether it was the wrong score or whatever it was, they don't do it very often. But I whatever that happens, I, I like to uh, do a screenshot, you know, just to to bust their chops. Because technology, I mean, we couldn't do what we're doing without it, so you got to put up with it. But so there's been four minutes gone in this game almost, and I, I still have not seen a live play opportunity because they haven't offered any. Uh, and they're, gonna, they're feeling the game now. It was NHL.com hit the wrong button somewhere. Um, all right, so we're going to hop back over to uh, Major League Baseball and see where we're going. All right, you still got a no-hitter. You're getting runs in a no-hitter. That's not a bad thing. Your guy's got a no-hitter, and you're getting runs. So it's in the top of the fifth. You're three outs away from cashing that ticket. I don't have – oh, I do. I have over in the first five innings. So I have over for this game. This game is going to be – it's the only loser I have. I'll be fine with it because I loaded up on Houston, and they keep doing what they're doing. It's amazing how many runs they score. We talked about it with Mo on our show. We – they scored if eight eight squared, eight times eight is sixty-four. They scored sixty-five yeah. runs in their last eight games. So it was easy math. Was that's over eight, you know? Um, well, when you find when you find that team, it, I mean there's there's no law against staying with it. Just yeah. it works. No, no, and, and again, you know, we felt bad for Arizona, but I keep that against Arizona. Actually, Arizona's coming here. They're both off today, and then they're coming to San Diego. This Padre team plays much better at home than they're good. Don't get me wrong. They're good on the road. But at home, they're very good. They just do not give up runs on the road. Arizona, they won a game. They were hugging like, you know, like they just made it to the playoffs or something. But when you're looking, and I tell people, when you're dealing with the easy sports data, having the entire year in front of you, you don't use it every day. It's game 60, whatever, right? Whatever. They're, they're, I think they're in the 60s for their games. So it doesn't matter a lot of that thing. But today, I did it twice. I went back in the season. I said, okay, now they're playing this team. When they played them at home, now they're, they're on the road or vice versa. What did they do? You know, uh, looking for pitchers and going back and, and trying to see, you know, why they've got. Sometimes a team will have seven or eight games in a row where they just don't give up any runs. Well, don't get me wrong. Good defense has something to do with that. But it's mostly the pitching. Well, it's. <coughs> In seven games, Wes, you can have five different pitchers start. So in, in terms of what's giving them that advantage and that they're not giving up runs, you know what? If it's over nine games, we're talking three different series. We're talking three different teams. That's not a coincidence, right? You're not accidentally keeping three straight teams under two or three runs a game. No, there's some consistency there. And as you were talking, I just noticed – 
Houston scored a run. It's now five to one, and they got the merry go the merry go round going. They got one out. They got a man on second. They so. that's that's well. You know what? Again, I tell people all the time that one of the first times we started talking about this multiple inning stuff for baseball was when you had that like seven run six for the Dodgers in the World Series or playoffs, whatever it was, and and they just kept scoring. And it does. It takes a while. Sometimes they change a pitcher. Sometimes there's a visit to the mound. Sometimes the catcher will go out there to make sure they got the signals crossed. There's no other sport that really gives you that much time after a scoring, scoring play. You know, I guess football, you know, they go to a commercial after every scoring play. But All right, so, so you've, got, uh, you've got a situation where your team has a man on third base. Sure do, right, with two so, outs. So we're hoping to see that guy come in. And uh, NHL, we, they made it through. So now I should be able to get some... Uh, hockey lines. Otherwise, I may have to call the, the guy that runs my book and say, Joey, what are your people doing there? And, you know, sometimes it's a holiday in the Bermudas, right? Or in the Costa Ricas or wherever they are. <laughs> so you don't really know. Of course, more and more of these books that are open up in states that le are legalized, and, and, and eventually, it'll, you know, it'll be a situation where it's everywhere. But California is lacking, as I've discussed in the past. The bottom line is, it's amazing how different the apps are. You, you were talking about how you like your app, you know how to use it, but the, a lot of the onshore apps, the state apps, they, they offer half of what we're dealing with offshore. Yeah, they, they do. Um, I, it's odd. I, I, you know, as much as we talk about legalized sports betting in the different states, you know, I, I've been betting sports freely on my app for, you know, a decade now. And, you know, I, I was in Vegas and, and it was a great time, but I, I found it to be a nuisance that if I placed a bet at Caesars, I had to stay there or go back there to, to cash my ticket. And there was no live action. And, and um, you know, with the app, you can handle the taxes. I'm not a tax advisor, but you can handle that however you wish, if you choose to. And, you know, I just find the app far more, more convenient and, and beneficial. And there's just a lot more options. So, I mean, it's, it'll be great when there's live sports betting everywhere. And I'm sure that there's going to be plenty of people that, that, that light that up. But, I mean, I, I don't have to go to Vegas to place a futures bet. I need the physical ticket if I want to join that. Uh, what's the name prop of that? Swap. that prop that, swap. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. You buy you know, two. Prop, prop swap is fantastic. And, and, you know, you need the physical ticket to do that. Um, but, you know, I, I love my app and the point system and everything else. Well, the, the other aspect of it is you're dealing with uh, the Boston guy struck out. So you're still winning, headed to the bottom of the fifth. I need like five runs. Uh, what's that? What would that be called? That would be, a, I don't know. Do they have a name for a five run homer? <laughs> In your dreams? <laughs> All right. Right. So, so, yeah, so the hockey was still 0 0, but again, uh, I'm, I'm not getting any live action opportunities because my lines are not open. That doesn't really make sense to me. It hasn't happened before. But you got to realize there's just a guy, you know, he, he's on break, right? He went out back and he locked himself out. <laughs> he can't get back well, in. Well, the thing with this matchup is 0-0 zero, zero at the end of the first is, is very normal in this Montreal-Vegas series. Even in the games where Vegas has lit the lamp and, and hung five and four goals. I don't know if they've hung five. I, they might have. But, but even in the higher scoring games of this series – uh, zero zero has been uh, it's happened more times than not. So I don't know that there's anything for them to adjust to. We get five minutes into the second. I think we're going to see a correction of some sort. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and that, you know, and really, you've got to have patience. And as you mentioned, you got to have quick fingers. It really comes down to it. All right. So we are talking about um, we're talking about the, uh, the last week of June and the month of July. Now, I do know that. Delmar is open and it's going to have full capacity. I don't know if you realize it, but it's 13 minutes. It takes me 13 minutes. I could technically ride to Delmar on my bike. I probably could. I don't know if I would want to come back. I might lock it up and go pick it up in my truck, but I could make it there for sure. Uh, you know, after partying all day at Delmar, riding the bike back 13 minutes by car is a whole different animal. But I'm very much looking forward to going out there and playing the horses, will you physically go to any racetracks in the next six, eight weeks? Well, we, we don't have any horse tracks or tracks at all in, in Kansas City. You know, a couple months back, we went to – I was a week late for the Arkansas Derby. But we, were at the, <laughs> we do remember <laughs> that. That was a good story. But we, we were at the, at the Apple Blossom, and, and um, Arkansas at the time was 
one of the earlier states to lift the mask mandates and loosen up on some of the COVID protocols. So there was no masks. We were in the infield. There was live music. There were bars set up. I mean, it was just, it was a great time at the track. And I mean, just everybody screaming and high-fiving each other. And I mean, it, it just, just an incredible feeling. And, and you know what? I'm kind of old school because at the track, at the racetrack, I will walk up and, and place my wagers with physical cash and physical paper. And it just, takes me back to a place when life was better. And so I, I will always do that. But uh, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I'm loving every bit of the racing. In fact, I, I'm looking forward to this Churchill card this weekend. There's, I, you know, I kind of call these this Churchill Stakes race lineup this weekend. You know, the, we got the Florida Lee. We got the Stephen Foster. We got, we got the, the Bashford. You know, there's a $600,000 race. There's a $300,000 race. When you look at these, these are kind of like they're not. I, you can't call them derby prep races, but they're kind of like breeders' prep races. You know who's going to qualify at the G three level, or who's going to rack up some points, and where does this lead them in the in in the breeders' bids that are that are coming up? So this Churchill card is going to be fantastic, and you know there's a stakes race at Arlington. Arlington is very close to me because that I always drove past Arlington and, and this is their final season of racing and there the Chicago Bears are, are have a bid in to buy the property and move to the Burbs but uh the Chicago stakes uh that that's an Arlington original so it, it'll, it'll be the last one we see yeah my the the story that uh in in the uh the the sporting novels that I've got is a true story when I I hit the they have the every summer at Arlington, they have the big turf festival. And I, yep. I hit a pick four, and I won like $6,700. But the way I won it is in the very first race, my horse ran second, but the horse in front of him's uh, saddle broke. And the guy was kind of spinning around on the horse. And if you're mm -hmm. not in control of the horse, when you cross that finish line, you can't win. A rule I did not know at that time, but I didn't know very much well. I went on to hit the next two races, and in the last race, my horses. Now, this is in the days where you got to listen to the replay. You remember those days? You had to call the phone oh, and yeah. listen to the replay. My horses yep. ran one, two the whole way in the last race. I was hitting the pick four and the exacta, and uh, I cashed out for sixty-seven hundred dollars. It was a it was a bizarre way to win. If that doesn't tell you that gambling's an issue. <laughs> you don't know. All right, so we just got open up. We just got some uh, information where the opening of the live action for hockey. So I went with the first period total over a half a goal. And then I went with it over one and a half. But I did your, you know, math where as long as I get that first goal, I can't lose. I get the second goal, I catch both tickets. I get the first goal, I can't lose. So that's what we're looking for. We're looking to open up. It is, uh, they're still in the bottom of the first in Minnesota, which is the play that we're going to sit on and see what happens. They do have two men on with two outs. And uh, Tampa Bay's got a man on first in the bottom of the fifth. And unless it's going to be a five-run homer, I'm not doing anything. Toronto's up to nine, though. We got them at uh, ten and a half. Houston's up to six. We've got them at six and a half and seven and a half. Those in the fourth and third inning, really feeling pretty good about those plays, huh? Ah, it, you know, it must be it must be that new search and seizure protocol they got. Yeah, there. They're yeah. searching searching pitchers and show me your stuff. I'm surprised they they the guy last night in the uh, Dodger game. I mean, he he walked in the the lead run and they stopped him as he was trying to cross third base and took his glove away from him to check it. The, they seem to be fairly aggressive, but. We all know from the steroid era that home runs drive the people, and if you don't have the people, then you don't have the money, and so they don't like pitchers doing really, really well. That's basically what it comes down to. All right, so let's see where we're at. We're right about time to, to, to get out uh, to uh, tell you guys a little about championshipfootballs.com, and they really are. They're, they're the coolest present. You'll open that day guarantee. I have second half Chaz. We've got Blackhawk West from 151 Sports Investing. You're listening on Sports Betting Weekly Live or Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. Or if it's 834 New York, you know where you are. You're on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. It, it, it is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Radio Network. Sports Betting Weekly. Sit back and enjoy the show. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Welcome back to Sports 
betting weekly. I am second half Chaz. We are cashing tickets officially here. Uh, I apologize. We're really this close to cashing tickets. We've got Blackhawk West who is uh, about to, to put up the first winner of the night. We didn't really have a lot of act, uh, action because, of course, the hockey game didn't start until we got on the air. Basketball doesn't start until after we're off the air. And there's only a handful of baseball games. Unfortunately, a lot of them, they jumped out to early leads, but we, we haven't cashed the live action yet. So we got to. Oh, I beg, I beg to differ, sir. We just cashed. All right. Joey Wendell strikes out swinging and Boston wins. They still have a, the Rays still have a no hitter going. So you just cashed a ticket against a team with a no hitter. That's pretty good to do. That's hard to well, do. The, That's hard it, to do. We, uh, we, we, we took the half a point, and I, at this point, I, I'm looking at Boston to close out the game and, and win outright. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to back off now, and I may come back if I see the bats change. But as long as pitchers are doing what they're doing and they're throwing, you know, you know they're not throwing a lot of pitches. So right now you got, uh, let's see, who do we have? Let's go to the Red Sox guy. He's thrown, how many pitches do you think he's thrown in five innings? Let's see here. 69 and 70, yeah. You know, that's, that's a lot of, that's, there's a lot of pitches left in those arms. So we're going to sit tight on that one. However, let's look at Minnesota kicking it up a notch and scoring in the, the first. So we're going to hop on them live. We're going to hop on them, and it went up to five and a half. So we're going to basically, when our teams score early, now we couldn't do it for Toronto because A, we were getting ready for the show, and boom, they put six up in the first. That happened so fast. Uh, yeah, they just finally, after five innings, they have flashed a no-hitter. So you were on the Worldwide Sports Radio app, and you won money on a team that has a, a betting against a team that currently has a no-hitter, thanks to Black Hawk West. Washington's still up five to nothing, so we're looking good there. Yeah, we're, we're winning. We're winning nine to nothing, six to one, five to nothing. And one to nothing on a game that just started. So we're, we're going to sit tight there. Uh, we've got a power play now with the Canadians. I'm not watching the game, but I am paying attention to it. So let's do this. Let's talk about what we're going to do this weekend. All right. So I know that I'm excited because my pool opened today. My pool opened. The bubbles don't work in the spa. They call them jets. I call them bubbles. But the pool guy is supposed to come back. So that's going to change my world because let me tell you. When you have sports on your phone at a pool in Southern California, even sometimes when you're not winning, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, it's just a yeah. fun time. So I'm really looking forward to that. And, you know, my kids are both into, are both into uh, NBAs. So the playoffs are a big deal in our house. We're watching them. And that alley-oop to win the game was just an amazing play. You, I had to assume yeah. you saw that. Yeah. Oh, God. It, it, it was great. And, and it's always fun to watch. Hard to watch some of these NBA collapses. That I mean, that's for sure. But that was a great shot. And the the young kids are really just taking over the game. I mean, it's just amazing how many great, great young kids. I mean, Trey Young is young. He's like 22 years old, and he's playing out there. He's balling with men. He really is. So it's it's exciting. And, you know, hockey, of course, hockey is always going to be at, at night. So you're not going to get hockey or NBA Plus by the pool. You're going to get baseball by the pool. And, and baseball is a slow kind of methodical game but for pool it's fine because the pool yeah. is a kind of slow methodical place so so that's that's what i'm looking at for for my weekend it's trying to continue basically to win it and i i'm telling you that i'm i'm over you got another run or what nah we just cashed montreal stuffed one home for the over 0.5 all right there we go we got five minutes so we're catching another ticket and, and again what, do you, what would you say, Wes, the amount of tickets we cash while we're on the air versus the, we make on the air and cash later? It's got to be, what, three to one? Most of the tickets are cashed after the show. I, you know, I don't know the percentages. It, it's, in, it's, it's in our favor. It's in your favor if you're out there listening. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we cash more than we do. And I, I got to say, you know, to John, you made the right decision celebrating your 12th doing the dinner with the wife and congratulations and I, I i do apologize in my condolences to your las vegas golden knights because i know what it's like to watch your team and and get this close and there's no feeling that, that will fast forward you to one year where they're in in the same spot i know john's a big golden knights fan but uh but yeah I, and, and I that's, you know that's a fine example where you know my book doesn't offer that bet but i found a way to still cash a ticket 
Even though they didn't offer that bet, I found a way to cash a ticket. And really, that's what you got to do. You, or, don't get me wrong, I have, I have three different books that I use. Not always the same at the same time. Usually, I'll have money in one or the other. But when football comes, I almost always have all those books with money in them because I'm shopping for lines. Yeah, and, you know, there's there's value in that, too, shopping for the lines. But, you know, fo- football's funny like that because we wait all year for football to start, and then we wait all week for Saturday or for Sunday. And it's like we just can't wait the four days, so we, we start shopping around the lines pregame. And, but we know that once the game gets started, the live action is what's going to actually pay you anyway. Yeah, and, regardless and, and, and of even those, side. even those, some don't offer it. Some will give you the – some might say team total is 27 and a half. And some might have 27, and 27 is better than 27 and a half in my book. Uh, you know, yeah. just for, for the, the, the logic of there's no half point in football. You can score yeah. a lot of different ways in a lot of different sports. There ain't one half yeah. one in any of them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I, 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 I'm going to say, you know, because we just cashed twice, I, I'm just going to throw the, the next play out there. We just cashed two full units. I'm going to go back in for a half a unit uh, for Montreal minus five, minus 0.5 uh, live regulation. So Montreal just needs to win the game in regulation time. It pays minus 120. Um, again, we can't get hurt because we won two full units. We're going in for a half a unit. So worst case scenario is we walk away with uh, a 1.5 unit cash on on tonight and that's that's this that's the strategy that's how you protect yourself and manage the bankroll and we're risking some more to win a little bit more but we can't lose because we already cashed twice All right, so let's look at that again we're on regulation time yep so i and there's a lot i i like playing those because there's more value if you were to take montreal uh for the game you have to lay one which means two to one is a push three to two is a push but if you go to the live regulation all you got to lay is a half a point. I'm not really as concerned with the difference between minus 105 and minus 115. I'm looking at cash at the end of the third period. So if this thing goes into overtime, the minus one doesn't mean anything anyway. So there's not a lot of empty netters taking place in, in these games. Vegas is way too good at, at puck control to, to let that happen. So when they get the sixth man, I, I just don't see Montreal going empty netter. So so I'm, I'm, on, I'm on Montreal minus half a point live regulation and that's great odds for a team that's winning one to nothing right now what is your odds minus 115 and and my book is clearly afraid of the vegas golden knights i i'm not sure why because montreal is is just been a puck controlled defensive team and uh as i'm saying that vegas just scored so now we got another opportunity on montreal there you go so uh that's why i got shut out (laughs) because i did i got shut out of that i didn't know why it's still shown zero to one, but that's my second goal, right? And, and so we got ourselves a clean live action sweep night. Yeah, I just cashed another one. I, I think I had another one. Right, let's see. Let's go to pending. We're going to be, yeah, over one and a half. It was plus 241. Not bad. That's a two-teamer. I'll take that. Well, you know, with baseball, as you know, when you're betting pitchers, two-teamers are barely getting even money. Yeah, you know? they are. So, all right. So we're in good shape here. We've got. Um, we're going to check in on the Boston Tampa Bay no hitter. Still a no hitter. And I, I, you know, I I will say right now. I've won a few no hitters this year where the game maybe not ended as a no hitter, but I was betting the team and they had the no hitter. So the fact that I have the over in a game that is, an, uh, is a no-hitter, I, I obviously misread the game. Or these pitchers are pitching lights out. And part of that is that, as you know, you're a major league pitcher. Just because your ERA is four doesn't mean you're a bad a, a pitcher. It just means the bottom line is you've give, given up some runs. And you can have one bad outing, give up ten runs. You see it all the time. You know, they get, they get hammered, you know. It, well, it, it, I mean, it's just a lot. I mean, it's just averaging. And, like, this Vegas goalie, I mean, he's got a very high goals against average because he had one bad game, and that's the same thing that happens to the pitcher. If he gets lit up real good one particular game, um, but, you know, he's only he's only been in, you know, five, ten games, 
you know, if he's in five games and he gets lit up real good for one, well, that that bad game carries more weight, just like the good game carries more weight if you're if he's not a high volume starter. All right, so we got two goals in you know seven minutes or something to cash two tickets. What do we do next with this game? We want to take some of that money. We don't want to take all that money, but we want to take some of that money and, and go back in. What are we going to do? So I already went back in on the on the um, minus 0.5 Montreal. Uh, but uh, if you're on the Montreal side, we now have a, a, a money line plus money situation, plus 120 for the game. So even if it goes into overtime, you now got plus 120, which was the original line. Um, the over-under for the game has gone to six and a half. I do not believe we're seeing seven goals in this game. It's minus 130 under six and a half. Uh, I, I, I think you go there. The original over-under was five. Uh, this will not be a seven-goal game. Not the way that these two goalies and, and this, this, these defenses can play. So, All right, let me um, ask you one more time. Because what I was about to click on was Canadians, regulation time, minus a half, and it was minus 114. That same yep. bet is plus 190. Do I click the button now? Well, be, yes, I, I certainly would. I mean, that's – I'm in that bet. So I, I liked it at minus 115. So I'm absolutely in love, ready to propose to it at plus 190. It totally makes sense. It totally makes sense. Now, what about overtime? You mentioned something about if it does go overtime. Right now, Canadians are plus one and a half, but it's like minus 67,000 or something. No? Yeah, I – I'm on the Canadians in this game. So if you believe that and, and that they're going to win the game, your play is money line, whether it's regulation or or in uh, or just the total for the game. So if you're on the Canadian side and there's no real value here for Vegas unless you're willing to lay a point, right, which they're capable. Currently, they have on my book over three and a half for Vegas, but only over two and a half for team total for Montreal. So I think I'm going to take a little bit of that winnings and go back and do um, over two and a half for Montreal. Yeah, I, I think uh, that's a safe play. Montreal typically scores three in their wins. And then I'm under. I'm under the game total, six and a half. And, that's, and now I'm pumping the brakes. I went in for another half unit. Um, so now I've gone back in for a half unit uh, twice. And um, but we're up two units for the for the baseball win and for the original first period win. So I'm back in for one. And, you know, the worst case scenario is we push. But I, I still have two different wagers. So all I got to do is hit one to guarantee a winning night. Yeah, they uh, they took that off the board for me. So I can't get that. Uh, but what I'll do is I'll hang around here in the live action for the Vegas Golden Knights at Montreal game and see if I could get back. There it is. So, yeah, I think it, the, the odds went in my favor. So I'm going to hop on Montreal team total over two and a half. So let's get over because we've got just a handful of minutes. Let's, let's go over to baseball. And uh, it's still 0-0. Tampa Bay uh, still has not gotten a hit going into the bottom of the six. Uh, I have the Atlanta team total under. That's one of my plays. And I just cashed that ticket for the first five innings. That was not a live play, so I don't really count it. Uh, but let's go to Houston. So Houston is Toronto still nine nothing. I need ten and a half there. Houston bases loaded. Houston has got uh, the other team. Detroit's got the bases loaded. But I, I'm not worried about that because it seems like the last thing you really want to do is score against Houston because they they just turn around and they score more. It's amazing. So uh, we're going to sit tight on those. And the hockey game has got a little bit of left. So so. Before we got to, we got a few minutes. Let's talk about the game that comes on after us. Do you do you bet much of the NBA playoffs? Are you betting it before the game, or are you just looking for opportunities? I've been mostly betting opportunities. I've been mostly betting opportunities, but I do like to have action on the first quarter, whether it's over or under, and it just depends on the numbers. Um, you know, anything above fifty-five. Um, at 55, I'm probably going over, but anything at 56, 57, 58, I'm, I'm probably looking under or walking away. But the, I mean, these first quarters have been pretty high scoring and, and the pace, this, this um, like with tonight's game, the Suns play at such an outrageous pace. And, and that's what makes it exciting to watch. It doesn't matter to me that LeBron and Kevin Durant are out of the playoffs because the way that the, the way that these Phoenix Suns are playing 
it's just such a great pace. So I, I look at first quarter overs and uh, I go into it for a half or even a quarter unit just to just to have some action on that first quarter, uh, depending on what number hey, I let like. Let me tell and you that, right now, anybody that makes third, I have a third unit I'll do. I'll go a third unit. Um, I'll do a quarter unit. I'll do whatever I feel does it. I, I took a small play. Remember I asked you about your highlight? I had the Padres. They were up 2 nothing. They gave up four runs in the top of the ninth. I loaded up on them at 894, plus 894. And I made it a small little third unit. But guess what I got out of it? <laughs> yeah. I got three units. I got yep. three units out of it. And I took that three units and, and keep playing. So you're absolutely right. And it is, it's 54 and a half. That is what it is as we speak right now. So yeah, and, and I'm I'm on the over there for the yeah. for the first quarter for sure. All right, so uh, so that starts here in a, in a handful of minutes. We got a few minutes left before the loudmouths come out. So the loudmouths, as I mentioned, they allowed me to visit. We had a lot of fun, but boy, they really you know they talk sports and then they drift. They drift and they have so much fun. We laugh so hard. Uh, but before that, Wes, this weekend, talk to us about where they could find you. I know you do a lot of financial stuff. So just give us a quick rundown. So you can find me at Chicago options trader. That's my members page. So during the week we're, we're into, we're into the market. We're into, we're, I got guys looking at crypto. Uh, we're into options plays. We're into long-term investing plays and in, in equities. And um, you know, that that's my members page. The, the, the recording for this show will get posted into the sports bet. And uh, you can find me at one fifty one sports investing uh, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And, of course, you can find me through the sportsbettingweekly.com at the, at the cash tickets page. Yeah, you know, uh, Speedy P always tells me, you got to do the button. I forget the button. So on the bottom, you can check out John on Instagram, GMF underscore sports underscore consultants. Follow us on Twitter at 151 underscore sports. Uh, like, uh, you can play like the public, hashtag the public. Go to bit.ly. Cash tickets here. You just go to Sports Betting Weekly. On the top is a cash tickets page. You can cash tickets with us. And again, between now and, 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 and Monday, I, I'm in a hole. I'm down, a, I'm down two figures. I'm down two figures. So it's not, it's not a, a surmountable. Um, but I'm looking to have seven straight winning weeks, which is pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean, I took the initial investment. I think we're trying to get it to 8x now. And we're going to keep rolling because we're going to use that money to dominate Canadian football. <laughs> we, we, we sure are. All right. So, again, you can catch the show, sportsbettingweeklylive.com on the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. Also, Worldwide Sports Radio Network is where we are live as we sign off because, guess what? You get the loud mouths. And uh, I'm second half Chaz. Always be cashing. Always be cashing. It, it, it's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Radio Network.